I'm Suzanne Legrand, and this is Disobedient Femmes. Today, my guest is style coach Jennifer Koch. Welcome. Thank you. So glad to be here. Most of us have some vague idea about what a stylist does, um, usually in connection with working with uh, Hollywood stars. To start, I'm wondering if you could tell me what a stylist is. What do you do? Yeah, that's such a good question. You know, I feel like most people just assume that, you know, we work with the Hollywood stars is a very posh thing to do. But the truth is, I work with all kinds of people of all different backgrounds and all different budgets as well. Um, and really, it's a very personal journey for, for each person. It really, depending on where someone's at and how I could serve them, I do like to say, you know, one thing I do, I, I, I can serve people all, all across the spectrum. One thing I do um, on Saturdays when, when I'm here in town is help clothe the homeless, where I help to, like, as part of my give back of like donating clothes and helping them to find the clothes that they need. I work, you know, I have these shop your closet um, workshops that I do regularly, which is $50. And so people, instead of wasting $50, they learn how to use what's in their closet. And then I work with people that are high profile people and who want the more like VIP experience where I'm going into their home and spending many hours with them. Um, but I, I guess some of the common threads of people that work with me on a more one-on-one -on -one is um, a lot of like closet, I call it closet feng shui. So going through their closet, getting rid of the things that no longer just express who they are anymore. They may, I mean, it might just be an old identity. It might not fit. It might have funky energy. Um, yeah. I mean, really getting to know somebody, a lot of people come to me, they don't really know what their style is exactly. And I have a really fun, I have a really fun style Oracle deck um, that I use and a curating, you know, like really getting to essence, being an intuitive person, the essence of how someone, who someone is. And then of course, making shopping suggestions and styling outfits using what they have and new things as well. But it sounds like you work with a whole spectrum of people. So what is style and why is it important for people to think about this? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, I had a client send me this quote recently. I have to see if I can find it real quick. It was by, if you know, actually this woman on the card who's, she's over a hundred now, Iris Affle, I think is how you say her name. Um, it was like, style is something that you... Oh, I have it somewhere in my notes, but style is something that you, um, it's, it's like who you are. It's not something that you can learn. It's just like an expression of, of who you are and how you put things together. And yeah, a lot of people can, they, they can go out to the mall. You can buy even expensive things, but not have, like not have style. It's like a, you know, I lived in France and I'm going to say this really badly, but that like that, that essence about how you put things together. And it's like, it's like anything. It's like being a great conversationalist, being a great artist, cooking a great meal. It's um, yeah, there are some fundamental tools, but like ultimately it's like your own, your own spirit that, that is expressed through that. I mean, my clients are like, that's one of the biggest misconceptions of people are like, I don't want to dress like you. I'm like, you're not gonna dress like me. You're just like you. And I have clients that are minimal and clients that are country and clients. We were just talking that are like, Client is very extra and loves the boa and the tiara and clients that are corporate, clients that are retired. And it's like, you know, it's like style is showing the world who you are. And especially as women, you know, with our feminine energy, it's it's so connected with, with who we are and how we show up. And, you know, whether we like it or not, we get judged by, by how we look, how we carry ourselves. And style is one of the biggest pieces of that. You know, a lot of people, and I would say this is true for me, um, feel like 
Well, maybe one day when I physically look a certain way, then I will be able to explore the kind of clothes or the kind of look that I want. But I don't look a certain way right now. So style is something beyond reach. What, what would you say about that? Yeah, I do hear that a lot. Um, there's a lot I could say about that. I mean, one, I have I have a client, there's a client testimonial where she, um, I've had clients lose weight actually from working with me because not, not because I make them carry things, you know, because they're like accepting of their bodies and um, instead of like hating their, their bodies through the gym and like forcing it to, you know, like, which little people all don't even want to do anyway. They just have this idea of like, Oh, I'm one day I'm going to go, you know, train for something. But when you really celebrate it, the body, the body is really appreciative and magical things can happen that way. And definitely as a stylist, like that's part of a, a role of a good stylist is to be able to accentuate your body in the best ways. For you and one of the tools that I use, I have a couple of different tools of body type analysis, and um, you know, some of these are very technical tools. One of them is actually based off of bone structure, which is really fascinating. So it doesn't change regardless of any kind of weight fluctuations, and you really learn like how to accentuate the body in the best way possible. So people end up looking slimmer, actually. Um, so people get more confidence from doing this work, and just this kind of a funny thing. A lot of times people are wearing the things that are not flattering them in the best ways and it just becomes this like you know the cyclical cycle of like hatred of the body and it's like actually when you go and put something that makes you feel really good it's just everything's going to work in your favor this brings up a question for me that i often encounter when i go to look for clothes which is the things i like never come in my size mm. um, or they don't seem to come in my size perhaps this is mainstream fashion but there's a, a kind of contradiction between you know, wanting to accept yourself and being given messages from various style or fashion magazines that you should look a certain way, you should dress a certain way, you should have a certain body type. So even if people want to accept themselves, there is a, a reality about, you know, mm -hmm. what's available. How, how do you deal with that? How do you create the kind yeah. of choices that seem like they don't always exist um, easily? Yeah, amazing question. So I really break down style just in a very different way. So I think most women, like you go to the mall, you know, and then, and then you, and you see something and yeah, and there's a limited sizing and it's frustrated and it just repeats. So I just completely changed the way that we shop. And so for instance, I have plus size clients and so we work a bit differently and there's some super amazing plus size brands out there, like phenomenal. I have a client, we did a VIP shopping day, we found like unbelievable, gorgeous high end pieces. And so part of it is, yeah, you may not be going to all the mainstream places, but there's so many, there's so many more options now than Lane Bryant. I mean, not to hate on Lane Bryant, but there's just, there's so much more and a lot of it's online. And one thing with my client, we found these really gorgeous caftans. Um, which are one size fits all that work, you know, three, she's three X and they look phenomenal on her and certain tops that are very flattering. So part of it is just changing the way that people search. Um, and one thing I do is I, I, I'm trained in this medallion. We talked a little bit about this before called energy mastery. And I had found these tools after my own, just like super frustration, having been a woo person have done all the things had done, you know, I've done Reiki, I'm Reiki master, done plant medicine, done shamanic stuff, done like you, you name it, like trauma coaching, 
business coaching, uh, all of it. And I felt like I wasn't getting the progress. Like, why am I still not getting the results that I want, like in areas, particularly around money and finances. And I found these tools. I'm super passionate about them. I was using it for myself just because I started using them. They were working in my life and I started using them on my clients, like kind of as a child at first, to be honest, it was like, you know, they have a lot of stuff comes up when they do this work, like things come up around body image things, things come up around, um, relationships if clients have things from their exes or you know i, I learned i'm mean, going to someone's closet you learn everything about what's going on in their life and so i started using these tools and they're just like it's the most called like gangbuster combination to do styling and the energy work that they really just show up and transform so when your yeah, clients do have like all these like, I, was, I was saying it um to a client the other day it was like we could spend all day like dissecting about what happened with your mom and what happened you know, at uh, the store one time, someone, you know, something didn't fit, you know, it was like, we could, I don't do fashion therapy. Like we use the tools and was able to like, in a much more seamless way, like help shift people so that they can show up. And, and I do just want to say one thing around, um, particularly women that, that are plus size, or you might be a bit outside of like the normal range, which actually you are normal. Um, I, there's more women that are, you know, oversized 10 than there are under. So I don't know why the, it's frustrating for me too because i think that it should be more depicted in mainstream media and all that but um a few different things one is um i do really i am a big believer in made for you fashion um i did this a lot when i lived in bali indonesia but there are still options around um they're, they're definitely out there depending on where what the client wants but getting style that's made direct exactly for you um, custom order or getting things and then getting it tailored so that it works for you. Cause most people need tailoring. So clothes are not really one size fits all. Um, and then, um, what was my other thing I was going to say? Oh yeah. I give my client, like my client who's a plus size, I gave her an analogy of like, for instance, I have a lot of food allergies and I guess you can just say, maybe I'm picky with food. Like I'm mostly vegetarian. I eat some fish because pescatarian, I'm allergic to gluten. I don't really do a lot of dairy. I don't really do sugar. So there's like a lot of things that I don't eat and I could just be really frustrated. There's not a lot of things, you know, but actually you just go really deep into the things that I love. Like I love tea and I just will geek out when I go places. I want to go to a tea house. I want to try new things. You know, I can geek out over just like you find your category. And it's the same thing with plus size. Okay. Maybe you're not going to do everything, but we're going to find like, you're going to be like the caftan queen. You're going to be like the the necklaces queen like you're gonna find your thing and you're just gonna like love it so hard so uh, so tell me a little bit about how you got started on this path yeah you know i i didn't go to like styling school it's really been my whole journey in personal development and i i say having been in different sides of the fashion industry for 15 years it's really been in the last year that it all came together and that i launched my brand and and serve clients in the way that i do but um, yeah, I mean, I've been like, you know, on my hair, my own heroine's journey, wounded healer, like been through a lot of, a lot of healing and a lot of things to, to get here. Um, and yeah, I mean, I dropped out of fashion school because I hate to sew. I, uh, I traveled around the world, um, backpacked, you know, out of college and um, worked in high, you know, worked in retail for many years, had, had a business doing health coaching and eventually realized style was always my, was always my calling and I was denying it for a long time. And that led me to Paris, France, um, call it my devil worst Prada years of my life. So, um, it sounds very glamorous, but it was actually very, very challenging in a lot of ways, but I also learned a lot and 
a lot of things stuck with me about that appreciation of style, especially the French way. And uh, some of your, and then moved to Bali, Indonesia. I had a, fas a bespoke fashion brand. I still have my chokers that I sell. Um, and uh, yeah, and then I guess like, I, all the different pieces came together and um, yeah, that's how, I, so I serve people now as a style coach. <laughs> Did you notice in your time in, in France that people in different places have a different sense of style or some, like a different approach to style than say we do here in the U.S.? Oh, absolutely. I, I would say, especially France was one of the most significant, like it's kind of a lot of ways my starting place in my journey, even though I had worked in fashion here, I worked at Saks Fifth Avenue for many years, but they have def definitely such a different approach to style. They're, they're not shopaholics like Americans are. Like Americans go to the mall for like a hobby. They, as a whole, they're not like that. They really appreciate more like the quality of, um, you buy like, the, you know, maybe a few things per season, you invest. And that's one thing that I really, I shifted when I went there, like I stopped shopping at like the fast fashion stores, like for the most part, and you buy something, even like a, a bag or shoes, like you take them to the shoe cobbler, you go and get your leather bag repaired. Like you, even though these things are like passed on through the family, there is this, yeah, this appreciation uh, um, and just a lot more intention with what you buy. You know, another thing that comes up when I think about style is that a lot of people think that fashion is only for young people and mm. that, and this does, I think, reflect in some ways the ageism of the culture that we live in where, you know, a lot of times older women are more invisible and mm. you're talking about a job that makes women more visible how do you how do you work with um i guess both the cultural messages about who should be visible and then also the internalized messages we get about whether or not we should um show ourselves it's like simultaneously going together and um, that's why i bring in the energy work because i because we could style all these great outfits, but clients, sometimes they get scared. They get scared of being seen, of being visible. So it's like having to do that deeper work as well. Um, yeah, it's interesting. You know, like people sometimes think that my clients are typically younger. And I would say sometimes on social media, you maybe sometimes you see some of my more young-ish clients because some of the ones that are like in the older, sometimes they don't want to be featured, <laughs> which is too bad because I'm like, you, like, but the majority of my clients are over 40 for sure. I would say I've had more clients like, 40s, 50s, 60s, even in their 70s. Um, and yeah, there there definitely is there there is some of that to to work through. And you know, each client is each client is different with where they are in their journey. And that's why I, I you know, I, most of my clients even become become very friendly. I get to know them on a on a level. And some of them, um, some of them, even like I have this one client, um, and she's amazing and, and she's she's a prominent part of a very prominent family here in town. And uh, I can just tell she's just like not ready to like let go, you know? So I'm like, all right, we're going to do some more. We're going to do your energy work. Like you, you, I know you, you hired me to detox your closet, but you know, you're putting it off. You're putting it off. Like, it's like, there's just more. And I know it's not about the closet. I can tell it's about the, you know, some of the traumas that she has experienced in, in her life. 
Um, so I know the energy stuff really just gets, it just really gets people rolling and a really, in a really easy, I mean, in a very, um, yeah, and just a very easy way. Like we're not going and processing a lot of stuff. They just start like, just like the layers start just shedding off of them. I have this amazing client of mine who is 51. I had interviewed her recently in, in my Facebook group and she's just so stylish. She's French. She lives in Bali. She's got this, just this swagger about her and her whole mission is, yeah, women over 50, like life is just starting for a lot of women, you know? And I mean, I think women are, I mean, they're so women over 50 is so beautiful and so much wisdom, so much vitality. It's not what, you know, we had seen in prior generations that you just have to like, I don't know, just not, you know, like you just have to like whittle the way. Um, I recently, I'm, I'm part of this women's, this women's group here in town. And that we, we have these speakers that come each week that are authors and, you know, have a story to tell. And there's this woman and she was probably like 70, I would say, um, who was giving the talk and I was just mesmerized. She was so beautiful. Like you can tell she didn't have like any work done and like her wrinkles and like her hair, it's like long brown hair that was like graying. And I was just like, I was like, wow, like that's what I'm kind of, that's what I'm going to look like in, in so many years. And I, and I just, and just like her sharing her story and she's done some phenomenal things in her life. And I'd heard, um, Diane von Versterberg is a famous fashion designer. It talks about, um, uh, people had told her like, oh, you, you know, you should get work done. You're getting old. And she's like, no. And she's like, you know, the, the flower that is, um, what's the word that's like decaying the flower that's aging or whatever, like that's still beautiful. And Absolutely, I, yeah. yeah, like I love when I, one thing I do is like this, I love to create flower arrangements and even in the winter, I love to go and get the things that are like, you know, the weeds and the dead things and the brown things. Like it's, it's as beautiful as like the spring flower. So and it strikes me that in doing the work that you do, in some ways, you are helping people to come up with their own ideas about beauty instead yeah. of the ones they've been handed. Definitely, definitely. And I think, I mean, all all women, at least I've worked with or that I know, like they have, the, there's like something for them to work through. And then it was just seeing like a different perspective. I mean, even my clients that like, are younger, you know, everyone has their thing like, oh, my body's shaped this way. And, you know, I was told it should be that, or I'm very extra. I should told, you know, it's like, it's just, yeah, there's always something for um, people just to be able to reflect like, no, you are really beautiful and to like embrace, embrace who you are. Don't try, you're, you're like, you don't have to be like someone else. Just be like you. At clothing and how you present yourself, you know, in terms of your your dress and your appearance has a lot to do with the the identity that you construct or the identity that you show other people right which is why for example you know certain jobs require certain uniforms in the work that you do i imagine part of what you're doing is helping people to develop an identity that is aligned with perhaps who they want to be rather than who they've been. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Definitely. Have you found certain ways to help people to get comfortable with visibility? Because a lot of women are, are kind of uh, understandably a little bit hesitant. To yeah. Be so true. I mean, 
each person is a bit, a bit, yeah. Like each of my clients that kind of have a different, different way that I would handle. Like, give you an example. Like, I have one client who is she's very extra. Like, she's just, she's she's a very fascinating personality. She's very funny. She does like digital marketing and ed energy stuff. And you just just no one in the world like her. And she's always had this dream of of doing a, a show, um, a reality show, and and um. And she was, she used to be very sick. She had Lyme disease uh, for years and she was bedridden and she overcame all of that. And, but she's still wearing these clothes that were just like, they were just sad and were dull and were boring and we're not at all. And I just, you know, as I get to know people and cause I'm, I'm an intuitive, I can just, I, and I ask a lot of questions and get to get their vibe. And so um, we start putting her in the clothes that just make her come alive. And she wears, she's the one I mentioned that does like a lot of pink and boba and sparkles and, just um, I don't know, we call her a little bit like inappropriate. I don't know, just like extra and super fun and like childish and playful, but still like still elements of sophisticated. It's just it's just quirky in her own her own thing. And what's interesting is like we had styled this one outfit for her. It looked really cool. It was this like long pink kind of a tiered skirt, and then she had this um, kind of like a mock leather um, lingerie kind of top. Um, and we styled it as like a person. Everything like looked really cute together, how we styled it. And we created the outfit and she's like, okay, I'm going to wear that, you know, tomorrow because we were planning it. And then tomorrow comes and she just got scared. She's like, oh, I, I got too scared. And, and I know I can be a little bit like firm with her. So I was like, all right, so when are you going to wear it? You know, we styled this outfit. She's like, okay, tomorrow. So Tuesday come and, you know, she part of it was just getting over that. She's, that's part of like style coaching is like, sometimes you need a little bit of a like, you know, a little bit of support and a little bit of push sometimes. So she wears the outfit and she ends up meeting this guy who is a producer. He's worked in, she's in Southern California. He's worked with Netflix. He's like, he's worked with Whoopi Goldberg and Charlie Sheen. And, um, and he just like, and he, and they, they, that's one of the first things they, they connect about is like, Oh, that's a really cool outfit. And then she's just being her. And he's like, I really want to work with you. Like, let's, let's do something. I can be your producer. Um, so it's like, that just totally activated something in her. But what's interesting is she, um, she had a little bit of a down roll spiral. She stopped doing some of the work and stuff and life got a, a little bit rough for her. She wasn't using her tools. And, uh, and then the fashion started to slide as well. And she, she wasn't working with me for a while. And, um, so it's just interesting. So now it's like, as we're, and now she, you know, she did a session with me recently and things are picking back up and now she's like inspired going back for working on the show and stuff. And it's like, for a lot of women, I mean, it depends. I mean, for her, I can see for you too, it's like an activator to your creative spirit. And it's so fascinating in that story, how changing her external world also brought new opportunities as she showed up. Right. Yeah. So yeah. that's fascinating. It's a kind of magic really. Right. It really that is. You change your appearance and you also change the world around you or you change what shows up in the world around you. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. So of course I have to ask, so what is a stylegasm? Yeah, I took a lot of time to think through like the name and, and, and it's very intentional that it's not my name. Um, I know for myself, like I have this visceral feeling of excitement around style and around clothes. Like when you just wear something that feels amazing, you see something that you really want. And it's like, I want that feeling for my clients. And when you wear something, you just like feeling yourself so good. 
Um, that's what's having nostalgia. <laughs> if people want to find out more about your work and how to work with you, where can they go? Instagram, like have have a style gasm. It's probably the easiest place to find me. Have okay. a style Instagram, gasm. have a style gasm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I have a and then in, in the profile, I have a link for you. you. Could book a call with me, but you just send me a DM. Talk me. To, tell tell me what you liked about the interview, and we can go from there. Great. Well, thank you so much for being on Disobedient Femmes today. Yeah, thank you. I love being here. <laughs> My name is Suzanne Legrand, and this is Disobedient Femmes. Each week, I bring you interviews with kick-ass women artists, activists, and entrepreneurs. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe in the link below. Thanks. Thanks.